right, so welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I am your host, the Afro Boy Prince and Unity. Follow me on TikTok. Click and subscribe. Click and subscribe. Every share, every like. Um, it's very much appreciated whether you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts or you're listening to me live on subscribing to my YouTube at the Lost African Podcast. And we could check all out, check out all my shows previous uh prior to that. Um I want to first thing foremost, uh I wanna apologize to uh my fan base, my growing fan base, or anyone who's intrigued by my show. Uh I usually am supposed to do the um I know I'm supposed to be here earlier. Uh, four o'clock Eastern time is our our standard time to do the show. Uh, I didn't know if I was actually going to get up and do the show because I wasn't feeling too well. Uh, but uh, there was something that woke it woke up in me earlier today, just about you know being dedicated to your craft and like pushing through some things. So you know I'm drinking some medicine while we do, while we're doing the show. Uh, but let's get into it. So don't mind me, like if you hear me a little draggy or, or uh, less enthusiastic as usual. But don't cap. Don't don't cap. Hold on. This probably will be the most um, the most uh, uh, plot twisted show I've seen in a while. So going into, you know, Professor Carrie is the main suspect. She's the main suspect um, in the murder of Professor Reynolds. Um, her alibi was that she was with Zeke the night uh, he was killed. So there was no way she could be implicated. But, you know, Zeke is, is in some stance doing what he was taught, which is to stay 10 toes down in some format. You know, he's telling them, hey, I, I don't know her like that, you know. That's y'all alibi, you know. That's my alibi until proven otherwise. I want to know where Professor Reynolds is. Hey, it's all copacetic on this side. Um, but basically, you know, Professor Carey, because she she gets approached by Queen Monet, which is Queen Mary J. Like, hey, you better wise up, because in, in the first scene, she, you know, pull a one two on it. She pull up on it, thinking that it's Zeke. She nah, shorty, it's me. It's the queen, you feel me? I told you from the get-go to stop playing around like this was some joke. And it wasn't no joke. Now you find out it ain't no joke. You want to cry. You can't cry now. Just saying, hey, hey, look, one thing you're going to get from me, one thing you're going to get from the show is you're going to get you gonna get the truth. Uh, you're going to get honesty. You know, you're going to get transparency for the most part. Uh, but, you know, her only way out is she got to figure out who killed the professor, Professor Reynolds. To save her and to even save Zeke if she truly cared about Zeke from any standpoint. Tyreek finally um tells Saxon Davis about, you know, how to save Zeke. That is that a gun is implemented, you know, without implementing himself, telling them what went, how, and how to solve the case. Um, because he has to save Zeke. Because again, you gotta remember his the boy bought his money. And I know a lot of people probably forget, like, because he in school and he's he making his own independent money in this moment. But his money that is tied up to the rest of his life and even his sister to take care of his sister is tied up in his trust fund. So he got to keep Zeke safe just as much as anybody else, because if he don't 
graduate uh Stansford, he ain't getting his bread. Like that's it's locked up. It's over with. He is not getting his bread. Um so he needs he got to trouble as much as them, but you know, of course, that star asking sacks. Sacks starts asking so many questions as to like why you know about the gun? What is up with this gun thing that you're just telling us to collaborate this story and all these other words? And Davis is trying to remind Sacks that, sir, you are no longer uh, on the other team that is supposed to be supporting all the justice. And he's he's having a hard time dealing with that for some reason. You have you see him pull and tug on different moments in the show the way he just he's like, I'm with it, then I ain't with it. You know what I mean? Like doing old old style sack stuff but you've been in the deep end since the get-go like like once you you know just to get y'all a little backstory once you pretty much knew the uh the ins and outs of what Tyreek was about in regards to actually you know murdering ghosts it's, it's sort of it's always sort of over with you end it now it's 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 pretty much a done deal you know you got to ride the rest of your life out the way it is um but carry along with uh, Detective Whitman. I believe that's how you say his name. Uh, Councilman Tate get drawn get drawn into the dean's office, and it's all into you know for the betterment of the school. You got to remember a lot of this stuff is politics, and I want you to understand something when you watch a lot of these shows. And I don't want to take away from the entertainment of the show, but there is some aspects of so-called reality, which is a form of politics that they play when in the scene at the dean's office. Because they call the the both the professors and Professor Carey, Councilman Tate, the detective, you know, gets called in by the dean and and, um, and um, Stern, because this is the sway of money, which means the sway of what? The sway of money is the sway of power. Um to get the basically get the NYPD to get away from from Zeke because the tarnishment of Zeke's name is a reflection of tarnishment of the school because they not only have professors who's murdered you're trying to pin a person who is still um on the the books as a student at my school on top of that you're also trying to imply that all my students are on drugs so this will be very bad for the outlook of my school. But um, after the meeting, you know, actually it's funny because in the meeting, Professor Carey, she figures out a way to to sway obligations uh, or uh, suspicions away from her. She starts to tell them about, you know, the GGG incident and how that could possibly be involved with, with drugs being into the school. Now, is that a positive for her right now? It is because it, it gives them a different type of, of scenario to look at. So she doesn't become the main suspect. But on the other hand, it is bad for the rest of the family. And what's bad for the family ends up being bad for Zeke. And it even gets deeper why it's bad for Zeke uh, later in the show. But, um, Carrie and Councilman Tate come to an understanding that, to be honest with you, everybody has something to gain from Zeke not going to jail. Let me repeat that. Everybody has something to gain from Zeke not going to jail. So it is in everybody's best interest for Zeke not to go to jail. And the way Carrie explains that to Councilman Tate is because he is supposed to be the spokesman black superhero. And 
you know, how would that look? You know, if you're trying to get votes, votes, you know, for the upcoming elections, again, everything is politics for the upcoming elections. You're going to need that, that, uh, Trump card. Yo, I've, I've saved this, this young black man, you know, for this storyline, I've saved this young black man from being racially profiled and, you know, put all the, against all these bias and he was, you know, truly innocent and I helped him get out of jail. Right. Um, classroom. We're gonna go into the classroom. It's one of the things I love because it it, it gives you uh, an inkling into black intelligence. You know, so it, it's pretty much going along the lines of recapping of what they did last time about moral codes and and can something truly be selfless? But it's pretty it's pretty much going over the lines of. Can you just justify the moral scale over the decisions you make in your life? So, you know, can you really justify every decision you made, uh, you know, no matter how far off the scale you go, no matter how bad it is, can you truly give a justification for doing that as if there was no alternative choice? And that's, that's a very deep question for a lot of people, even for me, even for me. Um, but you know, are there limits to this depending on, you know, who it is, if it's yourself or someone you care about. So for Lauren in this instance, it will probably fall along the lines of what is she willing to do to, to save Tyreek if at anything at all. And then for Tyreek, because everybody keeps calling him selfish. It's about, well, what is he willing to do to save himself? And then the Tate brothers come through, his brother D.A. Tate and Detective Wyman team up to take on Zeke's case and the drug theory at Stansfield. Uh, and, and I like the way that Detective, or not Detective, D.A. Tate, that, that's what I refer to him as. D.A. Tate um, is, is taking the approach of, you know, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. Like like truly taking that approach because he's like, bro, you have what they call a circumstantial or little to none basic evidence about your so called motive for Zeke killing or even implementing him in the case. Like it's it's minimum to best. Like like you're throwing a, a rock in a pond and hoping that you you hit gold or hit the bottom. And the pond's deep, you feel me? Um, so, you know, when it... And the, the funny thing was, in the show, you know, I wasn't expecting this because they're, they're you're on a time frame. The family has to get a uh, million dollars to help Zeke in the case. And they got like three days to do it. So, you know, Kana goes to who? The only person that he knows with any money right now or any ways to get any real movement around the city, which is Dante. And he actually tells Dante. And Dante actually gives Kane some leeway. And I didn't understand why until later in the show. Like, why would this man who who is, he's, I'm telling you, he's pretty ruthless. He, he pretty ruthless, no cap. So a man like this, why would you give him leeway uh, to play around with your money at all, you know, to to now yes he is has the love interest of monet but in a business aspect 
why you know what i mean like this isn't this isn't directly helping her kids it's you know kane's cousin at this point in time in the show so you, you know it didn't it didn't really make sense until later um Brandon and Cannon have started to develop a relationship to where Brandon does not understand the streets still. He just doesn't. And one thing that I think Brandon needs to learn from Tyreek is distance in relationships. Because I don't think he's, uh, he, to the way he walks about it, he walks as if he's dealing with the same caliber of people the same way he deals with. Tyreek. Now, I'm not saying Tyreek isn't or can't be as ruthless as Kane Indy. I mean, he's proven that in the in the end of season one, that he has ruthlessness in him. But there are levels to people, right? There's always levels to people. And not everybody is uh, in the manner as Tyreek. So I think he needs to be very cautious. Uh Carrie actually pushes, which which I expect. Like those two together is like they gonna mess up and send one of they they so called love interests to jail. Like like it's it's gonna either fall on Carrie alone. Like all day I see it all day is happening. She already pushing in this thing. She pushing uh Lori to help them find out who the drug kingpin is. Even though Lori does not know, or I say Lori Lauren does not know who that is. It's just. Getting her involved in the stuff that she doesn't need to be involved in, and you know, when you just stop asking questions, just just stop asking questions. Can you just do what they tell you to do? Family told you shut up, mind your business. Shut up, mind your business. You stay out of jail, you stay alive. But you know, everybody trying to figure out their way up under it, right? No one wants to be up under anybody's thumb. Um. And Lauren actually agrees to wear a wire. That's the crazy thing. Now, I believe Brandy gonna get popped. Like, like if he don't stop playing around, I believe Brandy gonna get popped because you know Kanan got him on 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 hits and shootouts and you know little licks and whatnot. And that boy just he just he just he in for it. He in for it. Funny thing is. Uh, Queen Monet asks Lorenzo for the money, and Lorenzo tells him no. Now you know I, you you got to look at it at, at, at uh, Big Papa's um, view. He's like, look, I care for the boy, but I got to think about my kids, like us as directly as a family. And that boy, pretty easy. He pretty much like he got him into. He got in. He got this. He got into this mess on his own. Basically, he got into this mess on his own. We got to. He got to get it out. You know what I'm saying? He got to stand on his own two toes. If he come behind bars like me, he come behind bars. He like, but I'm not risking, you know, what I have left as some form of foundation for this boy who's not my son, right? You got to hear that he's not his son. And then you know, Diana didn't already then already took the meal because he it 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 is not like Lorenzo don't care for the boy. He told Monet then it's saying, "Hey, go take the money from the bar. I give you the green light to go use the money from the bar, right?" 
pay for whatever it is and we'll make that back. I I got if I got it, I'm willing to do it because I care for the boy. Not knowing that uh his daughter then used the money to try to free him, which is which is sweet. It is so so lovely. And I think it's it's sort of expected because us as men were were sort of raised in that mannerism and like, hey, if this happens, you know, you gotta you gotta stay ten toes down. Like it it is what it is. You gotta go into it. Um, Drew finds out Everett mentions Drew names to the professor and all these other implications. I don't think Everett's going to be the hold it down type of partner that Drew believes he's going to be, but he just on, you know, I wish him the best. I just, I don't see it. He did the, 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 uh, the boy that Drew involved with Everett, I think that's his name. He, he right wrote right in with Lauren and Carrie. They, 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 ain't, they ain't lasting. He he ain't lasting. <laughs> but <laughs> I move on. Um, and Brandon and Kenny actually, you know, and increase the increase the momentum of their their stains. Brandon with no mask. This is what it was. This is what blew me about the scene, right? Because this might not end well for Brandon because he goes and, and robs a jewelry store with Kanan with no mask on. No mask on. Like, you just going to believe that he knocked out all the cameras. You ain't scoped the place out. Like, like you don't know the layout. You don't know if they got an extra run. You know nothing. You, yeah, we finna go pop it. It's cool. I got you. That's just Brandon just going with it, right? Like we in this together. Sir, you are not in this together. Brandon never liked, I mean, Canaan never liked you, Brandon, sir. I don't understand where you're getting this from. But you you keep doing what you're doing. And then, you know, in order because Drew punches a um Drew punches a uh, you know paparazzi reporter uh, for 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 bothering Zeke and mentioning his father's name. So Zeke has to clean it up, and the only way Zeke can clean it up is the interview. Now, when they're going into the interview, Zeke bombs the interview. Um, but he does get caught up by off guard questions as about to like how does he know? Because he gets asked about you know his implications into. Uh, the possible murder victim, you know, how does he know these details? How does he know Detective Ramirez? Detective Ramirez is the dead cop. You know, like, how how did you uh, do all this after he was implicated outside of uh, being a time frame of killing him? But, you know, so, someone, Detective Whiteman, called the station. I, I know he did that because he just, he wants, see, he wants someone to go to jail. That's the difference. He just wants someone to go to jail. He don't care who it is. He just wants someone to go to jail. So, he say, I'm going to stick one of the black, and I believe this is probably what he said in his head. He said, I'm going to stick one of the black butts in jail. I don't care which one it is. It's one of them going to jail. That's I feel like that's just how he feel about it. Um, but, 
Queen Monet, after Zeke bombs the interview, she pretty much uncovers after, you know, them even mentioning the gun and and um how they got laced up, you feel me? I appreciate that also. But you know how they got laced up, she figures out. She's like, oh, so you the reason that everybody in their mama is tied up, you know, Cannon and Tariq killing the professor. She figures it out. She said, well, at this point, you finna fix this mess because you're not about to sacrifice Zeke's career, his life for the, the message you done done. You feel me? So you finna go dig up Ramirez's body and, and you and Tariq gonna deal with this. Like, it's, it's gonna come to what it's gonna come, you feel me? And I get that. This is one of the rules of the game. It's funny that, you know, Monet has to tell her son that because it's not like she don't care about Candy. Don't she cares for Candy. She just at the point to but like my son keeps wanting to make his own decisions. But then he gotta live with the his own decisions that he wanna make. So if you get caught up, you know, off the body, if you don't find a way out, find it to blame on somebody, you just gotta Take this L. Um, now, the biggest plot twist the, of the entire show was this, right? So, because in between those scenes where she figures out 2 plus 2 equal 4 with Kane and Tyreek and the, uh, Professor Reynolds, she also gets a notification that uh, Zeke's bill is paid, Right? She don't know how she, she she figured it out a little later, but she like, oh no, it's bill pay because it's a meal, right? She ain't out of money. She's gonna come up with it, but she ain't got of money right there. She like, how does bill get paid? Who who did this, right? The only other man that's been constantly right on her in her life, Dante. Now, again, the kids do not know that the new connector, which is Dante, is Monet's love interest. Now, check this out. That love deep, like biological deep. So deep that um, it makes sense and it don't. Like, it make enough sense that, you know, Monet really wants to save Zeke and she's doing all this to save her nephew, um, which just could, could genuinely just be family love. Like, it genuinely could just be family love because you can't tell me anything about uh my niece like that's that's my baby girl i don't care you know i would damn to do anything for my niece like like real talk so it's it's not far-fetched for me because i'm an actual like uncle like she's an auntie i'm an actual uncle so for me it's a little different but i get that but um that being her son makes a lot more sense why she's going so hard for zeke and it being Dante's son, which is the new connect, was that's trippy, trippy. I'm talking about trippy, red, trippy. Um, I did not see that coming. Because, but it makes sense on Dante's part. She's like, well, you know, it's been so long. It doesn't make sense. You know, why you just come back after all this time? You know, I know love, love can run. Now, don't get me wrong. Love can run very deep. Um, feelings. Or the feeling of love does not just go away for people. Um, it's levels to it. Um, 
Um, but the crazy thing is, I, I was because you know, Kane has to figure out, you know, who, who he gonna pin it on if he gonna get it up out of this. And I'm thinking it's Brandon. I promise you, because Brandon just seems like the perfect scapegoat because he's just going along for the ride, you know. Because he, he kind of takes Brandon with him to dig up the body, so Brandon's just as much implicated at this point. Um, as everybody else, like everybody else. Um, you know, so he takes him to, to to dig up the body, but what he ends up doing is ditching a badge in in Tyreek's room, and I'm just like, bruh, out of everything you got to worry about. You just still want to stick it to this man. Like, I'm trying to, like, I, I got people I just don't rock with in that, in that extent. I got people who will just not be in my circle. But I don't think I could, you know, well, I don't know. I can't say never. But, you know, just, just to have that, that form of solid uh, animosity towards a man. Who I don't think necessarily did anything directly to you. You just feel some type of way about him supposedly trying to take your place. It ain't true. He ain't trying to take your place, bro. He out here got his own worries. He wish you worried about your damn stuff. That's what he wish you do. But uh, one thing that I didn't get a chance to mention before we wrap the show up was the scene with Diana and Effie and how they 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 bond over. Uh, exes or potential lovers in the and you know in the form of Tyree. And one thing I actually learned about Effie because I actually liked the Effie like she was grimy, but like out see because they had a they had a, a trio right. It was a as it was a square love interest because it was Effie, Lauren, and Niana. That was before we found out Effie was was grimy. I actually would have probably chosen Effie to be like his his rider because she. She about that. She was about that in season one, out the gate. Um, and you could tell she really cared for him. And he was hurt by what she did. And she was hurt uh, by him not forgiving her. But he, he ain't got to forgive you. Like, you did him bogus. You did him bogus. Um, but I learned about why she is the way she is. Because they they talk smallly about, you know, uh, her her background or some part of her backstory where her family, her mother, her father is not in her life. She's been on her own. So, you know, I I sort of sort of get it when it comes to like I only ever had to worry about myself. Everybody else feelings I ain't been concerned with. And me being concerned with them now is relatively new. Uh, but you, I, I see her and Diana being being friends as long as Tyreek don't get back in between Effie. Like, like as long as Tyreek don't be over there playing with Effie, I think everything will be all right between Effie and um, Diana. But yeah, I feel like Brandon ended up going to jail if 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 that all backfires with Marez. I don't see that being healthy for anybody. I don't see none of this going on for anybody being healthy. Especially if uh, Big Papa Chulo Lorenzo gets out of jail. Like, this is just not going to end well for a lot of people. And then again, so <laughs> I just peeps up. All the kids is, is Afro Latino. All of them. 
Even Zeke, little little cornball. He, he a little corny. He is, be honest, y'all. He is a little corny. But um, to wrap up the show, I want to say shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to everybody who listens to me on a uh, you know daily, monthly basis. Everybody tap in as much as you can when you listen to the whole show. I appreciate you all the way across the world. From Zambia to Portugal to Spain to, to Zimbabwe, uh, everywhere, every all my African brothers and sisters in the motherland, I love all of you. Um, I do this show, even even in this aspect, to support any forms of versions of Afro unity because that is that is the goal, goal, goal. Um, you know, we talk about Afro culture, financial literacy, and controversy on the show. And hopefully anything that we talk about, you get some form of information, some form of new aspect, new point of view, something different to think about when you listen to the show. Even when we're doing this episode of Recap, to think about the realities of what black people go through in America and just just the reality of the state of what America is right now. You know, politics, underground politics, street politics government policies, all, all these things that imply through just trying to survive in this state of, of you know, crab in a barrel on a bigger scale. Um, you know, so much more, but I appreciate all our partners, Taylor Brands, Boxy Wines, log on to taylorbrands.com, log on to boxywines.com and type in promo code AFROBOY20 get you a 20% discount off on your purchase, you feel me? That's love from me to you. Everybody that supports and watches the show, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all, and I will holler at y'all later.